We have on the phone the candidates for Lucian's East Borough that are running. We have Bradley Martin, as well as Rayette McLaughlin, Brenda Wilson, and Arlene Wilson. And just a big thank you to everyone for coming on for this. We're really looking forward to hearing your views. We're going to introduce everybody and allow them to introduce themselves and then go through a series of questions. So we'll just start with the order, and I want to go ahead and let Bradley go first and introduce yourself and just say why you're running for the Lucian's East Borough School District. Yes, uh, uh, my name is Brad Schneider. I've lived in King Cove for 16 years. I uh, currently work for the city of King Cove as a police officer, a canine handler. Uh, I also um, work with the, I'm on the King Cove Fire and Rescue, uh, also for 16 years as an EMT and a firefighter. Um, I am married to Summer Mack. Uh, we have six kids. Five of them are, you know, currently in school here in King Cove. Uh, one has uh, graduated from here and is in college in, uh, in Juneau. Um, uh, my youngest uh, kids are in preschool. They're, they're twins. And uh, the oldest one right now in school is in seventh grade. Um, I am familiar with uh, everything from the father involvement breakfast to the senior uh, banquet. Um, I'm a member of the community. I'm ready to become an, an active member of the uh, Lucian's East Borough School District as a board member. Um, last year, <clears throat> during the uh, COVID pandemic, uh, my wife and I, we put our kids through homeschool. And that really gave me a perspective of the importance of quality of education and the importance of the teacher's role and struggles and the rewards of teacher experience daily. Um, I have already had a uh, huge respect for teachers before that experience, but I have even more of a respect for them after homeschooling my kids. I am running because I believe our kids are important and our future for this district and they're uh, they the future for this district and would like to see them, all of them, succeed in life. Thanks, Bradley. And I do I do apologize for saying your last name wrong. I don't, I'm not sure why I keep saying Martin. But, yeah, Bradley Schneider, thanks for coming on. The next one we have is Rayette McLaughlin. Rayette, if you'd like to introduce yourself and then give your reasons for running. Um, hello. I am Rayette McLaughlin. I live in San Point and have lived here majority of my life. I graduated high school from Sandpoint School. Um, I have taught Head Start for over 20 years and currently just moved into a new position as our regional education and disabilities coach. Um, currently I serve on the Sandpoint Silver Salmon Derby Committee, which I've been on that since the beginning, which is 15 years now, and um, serving on the on the school board as well right now. Um, previously, I've served, served on our Tuchiki Tribal Board and in the Sandpoint City Council. Um, I'm running for the school board because I want to be able to continue to advocate for the students, staff, and the families of the district. I feel that it's an important job. The district needs people who will listen to them and ask questions when they feel they aren't being supported. I also want to ensure that the 
students are getting the education they deserve. When they graduate our schools, they have the opportunity to go out, get a job, go to college, go to trade school, um, whatever they decide they want to do in their future. Thank you. Thank you, Rayette. Next, we have Brenda Wilson from King Cove. Brenda, please uh, feel free to share your thoughts and why you're running for school board. Yes, thank you, Austin. My name is Brenda Wilson, born and raised in Sandpoint. I lived there for 19 years and moved to King Cove 41 years ago when I got married. I graduated from Sandpoint School uh, and went went on eventually and got my degree in um, social work. And I've worked at Eastern Aleutian Tribes for 19 years as a behavioral health aid social worker, and now I am the behavioral health and wellness program manager for the whole region. Um, I'm, I'm running basically to make sure that, that we have our students have what they need to be successful to achieve what their dreams are and what they would like to see is important. Um, as a graduate from Sandpoint High School, my husband graduated from King Cove High School. My two kids graduated from the King Cove High School. I've got two grandchildren in the Sandpoint High School. Yay, go Ariana. She's running today. Little Derek's also running. It's very, very proud of them. Um, I've got another grandchild who will be going to the King Cove School here when she gets to be old enough, little baby darling. So I... And as a parent of student and grand, uh, grandparent of students, I've just been to be able to next once again with the knowledge that I have of the school board system, having been in there for many years prior. I'm also on the University Rural Humans for Education programs through the University of Alaska. Uh, I've been in a role of, of leadership for many different um, agencies from the school board to the tribal council to the city council to the borough and school board. 15. No on policies and procedures and the ability to make sure our children have what they need. Our parents have an understanding of what is best needed for them. And then our teachers and our staff are supported and encouraged to go on and get the education they need to keep teaching our children in the best avenue that they can. Our children need to be able to have to see a roadmap in front of them that helps them decide what they would like to attain once they get out of high school. And I think that we're, we're starting to do that, and I would like to be in the process to be able to help parents and, and students and staff achieve a more well-rounded uh, schooling as, as our kids graduate and move on in their life. Thank you. Thank you, Brenda. And last but not least, we have Arlene, Gunners, uh, Arlene Wilson. Sorry, Arlene Wilson as well. And Arlene, just a few minutes for you to share why you're running for the school board. Thanks, Austin. So my name is Arlene Wilson, and I'm from King Cove. I'm a married mother of three. I have a seventh grader, a fifth grader, and a pre-K student, all attending King Cove School. I, too, am a district graduate. I graduated from King Cove High School in 2005. I'm a Head Start substitute aide, as well as a member of the Head Start Policy Council. I'm finishing my second year as the school board vice president, and I've had the privilege of serving as a member of Commissioner Johnson's Teacher Recruitment and Retention Workgroup that wrote and published the recommendation for the Alaska Department of Education and Early Development aimed at helping Alaska's teacher shortage. I'm rerunning, I'm running for re-election on CF because although we've completed and updated 
several outdated tasks, we need to be proactive. We need to keep moving the district forward, and it's incredibly important that all of our students in our district receive a wholesome education. An education that's enriched with life skills and culture. I want our district to provide our students with the knowledge and understanding that will help them achieve success after graduation, whatever post-graduation path they choose. And I believe this is achievable within our district, simply by expanding CTE programs, consistent curriculum updates that will bridge between grades and subjects, and also by building our counseling program to focus on individualized learning plans and goals. So is it achievable? Yes, but it's gonna be hard work and it's gonna require change, determination on the board, administration, and teacher levels. But it's possible. And I wanna be there to help make sure it happens. I will continue to advocate for our students, our district, their education, and their future. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Arlene. And so we're going to go into, after these introductions, the five questions that we have for each candidate to answer. We'll have a timer going for five minutes, or sorry, two minutes. And after those two minutes, you'll hear a bell go off if uh, you have reached the limit. And so at that point, just begin to wrap up your answer. We're going to go in the same order and begin with Bradley. The first question for you, Bradley, is what do you believe is the function of a school board member and why do you believe you are the best person for this position? Well, what I, uh, what I believe the school board is for to exist to oversee the activities of the school system so students can have the best possibility, a possible experience and outcome. Um, they also exist to establish important policies and make sure they are implemented properly. Um, the most important thing is that they are the voice for all parents and community members and to be an active listener to all community members' issues and questions. So I believe uh, that I can bring all the hard questions to the table. I'm a good listener and uh, yeah, I can uh, um, be an, a voice for these uh, parents and community members. Thank you. Thank you, Bradley. We'll go on to you, Rayette. Would you like the question restated? Um, no, it's fine. Thank you. So, um, the function of school board member is to work with the board and help establish a vision and goals for the district, establish policies and hire and evaluate the superintendent, also adopt and maintain the budget and adopt curriculum. So one of the roles that I also feel is just as important and that I'm currently doing and will continue to do is to serve as a leader and a representative of the communities and advocate for all the students and families of our district. I feel I am the best candidate because I listen to the people, I address concerns, and I advocate, advocate for all students and families. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. And Brenda, the same question for you as well. Alrighty, thank you. So I look at what, what we need to bring to our district. A school board member's policies and procedures, they're looking at, at evaluating the superintendents, but their biggest job is to be able to listen to the students and listen to the parents and what the needs are that's in the coming future. 
if we sit back and just follow through our policies and procedures and never bring the concerns and the voices of people who maybe don't have time to speak or can't speak in front of others and we don't bring their voice to the table, we are making assumptions about our staff, our students, and our, our community members. So being able to listen and bring those hard questions, those difficult issues to the table for people who maybe don't have a voice or can't utilize their voice, I think is an incredibly important aspect of, of being a school board member. Aligning that with your policy and procedures and having a good curriculum on the table, being able to recognize when that curriculum needs to be changed or revised or, or updated at an appropriate time, I think is also very, very important. Following along with the news regulations of the state and the federal government is also very important. And looking at what your student achievement is on a yearly basis and being able to revise what's needed for each community, not, not the whole region as a whole, because each of our communities is special. Each of our communities comes with voices of different activities, different cultures, different things that they are needing to be successful. So I feel that I can bring that knowledge and that expertise to the table to best suit what our students, staff, and our community members and our parents need. They need to be listened to. They need to be heard. And they need to be honored and, and, and respected and brought to the table in a, a vision that, that opens up to an incredible student achievement in the end when our children graduate. Thank you. Thank you, Brenda. And Arlene, first question for you as well. Great. Thank you, Austin. The primary duty um, by a school board member is to update and approve curriculum, monitor and approve the operating budget, update and adopt policy, and manage the superintendent, who is our one and only employee. The biggest responsibility of a school board is governance and adherence to policy. Therefore, it's extremely important for all school board members to be familiar with board policy and the procedures. That's why I believe I'm the best candidate for the job. I'm familiar with the board policy. I take every opportunity to advance my own learning and my own understanding of policy by attending school board workshops and trainings. I review our district curriculum and supporting documents regularly, sometimes in my spare time, just to fully be informed and aware. I am and will continue to be an advocate for policy adherence. I will work hard to ensure the policies and curriculum are continually evaluated and meet the needs of our students and our district. Thank you very much. We'll go to question number two now. This one is about student achievement. Student achievement is a major goal for the school district. How would you support this goal and what obstacles do you believe will stand in the way of the school, school district of achieving this goal of raising our standards and the achievement of our students? And we'll go to you, Bradley. Yes, thank you. Um, so, uh, to have a great curriculum and, and to keep our teachers is the number one thing um, uh, for our students. Uh, also, a strong sports program. Um, and I, I, I really believe in this. Playing sports teaches life lessons like leadership discipline, responsibility, uh, self-confidence, accountability, and teamwork. Um, and uh, uh, you see today, and when you have a strong sports program, they actually do better in school as well. Um, it, it goes both ways. Um, 
the biggest uh, obstacle right now for anything would be the pandemic. And um, it, it, it currently is an obstacle and it will be one for the next couple of years. Thank you. Thank you, Bradley. And Ray, same question for you. Thank you, Rayette. Now, Brenda, the same question about student achievement for you as well. Yes, yeah, student achievement is is our utmost importance every year. I think there isn't a year that goes by that we're not worried in some way, shape, or form as parents, as grandparents, as school board members, and, and just community members as a whole in our student achievement because we want them to be successful. We want them to have all the tools that they need to make the choices that they would like to make for their future as they're leaving the school system. But with teacher retention, I think it's very important. When you have a teacher that you can retrain and, and fix and mold to become the teacher you need for your region, for your district, for your community, is always a plus. We look at teachers that we've had in our region for 10, 15 years, and, and they are tremendous. The wealth and knowledge that they come with in, in being able to revise curriculum to be able to support students, to be able to increase their levels of understanding and awareness in the classes and courses they, teach, they take. Those teachers who are able to look at students who may gravitate towards different um, electives that they may have or different sports that they may have, that make them more successful, make them more energetic to get up in the morning and be excited to go to school. Children should be waking up in the morning and just be excited, oh, I'm going to school today. Like when school started this year, kids were so excited days ahead of time to be going to school. And that, whether we have a pandemic or not, was very exciting. Uh, the school board made sure there was policies and procedures in place that, for safety for them. And there is, they're, they're running cross-country at the moment as we speak. And I think that is so exciting. We can do more, I think, with the lessons that were learned many years ago from different pandemics that went through um, we've got an elder in King Cove who talks about being a very little child when there was the pandemic in 1918 and 1919 and the things that they learned from those aspects in, in going to school and involved in the community. So teacher retention is important to have student achievement increase because they learn the students what they need, what they want, what direction they would like, like to go, what makes them successful, 
What is supportive for them? What do their families need to make them supportive and being able to encourage their child in being successful? Thank you, Austin. Thank you, Brenda. And Arlene, same question for you about student achievement. Great, thanks. I just love this question, and it's so important because if you've had time to review the district strategic plan, raising student achievement is a main goal, and it should be our district's focus. We've made some forward progress here by securing a large literacy grant that helps employ a district reading specialist, reading specialist aides, provi uh, provides professional development for educators and map testing to find holes in the curriculum, instruction, or to identify student intervention needs. And that's all good. And that is forward-moving progress. But we need to do more. And I think we could achieve more student achievement by raising things like expanded CTE programs, exposing our students to different trades that are currently being contracted out by our cities or our boroughs updating our curriculum regularly to encompass more life skills and cultural components to really build up student engagement, building up our school, our school counselor program, building a strong health program that meets our students' behavioral health needs, focuses on anti-drug, anti-alcohol, suicide and bullying prevention. But lastly, but just as important, teacher retention. Teacher retention and student achievement go hand in hand. Turnover of district staff has lasting effects on student engagement and achievement. All right, thank you very much. The third question goes into what a lot of people talked about with teacher retention. After the challenges of the pandemic in the classroom, teachers are in high demand across the country. What do you believe the school district should do to encourage teacher retention or teachers staying in our school district over the next several years? And Bradley, we'll put two minutes on the clock for you. Thanks. So I, I really am not sure what we could do as I believe the district is already encouraging teacher retention, um, especially for the past how many years now. Um, we, they keep coming back. Um, but something I would look into if I was on the board, I would uh, look at the incentives to stay and, and the curriculum. Thank you, Bradley. And Rayette, same question about teacher retention for you. Um, I feel um, one way is important that we'll encourage teacher retention is to use the grow your own model, um, which our district is already encouraging. But while students are in high school, I think we should be talking to them about becoming a teacher and encourage them to explore the option if it is a profession that interests them and teaching in our district, where, the, where they're coming from. And with that, include maybe incentive programs for them to come and teach in their communities. I also think it's important that teachers that we have feel valued and respected, and that we provide op opportunities for personal growth in their field. And I also think it's important to allow our principals to do their jobs in their in their current location. Um, teacher incentives for all the teachers who teach in the district. Also, we should be consistent with stipends for those who are providing additional roles. 
um, with the different classes, like close-up and class sponsors, and others who are working with the students outside of their regular work time. Finally, there should be a process in place which teachers and staff can safely express their concerns about their work environment so that as a district we know what's going well and what we may need to improve on and how we can support them. Because I think when people feel supported, they are more likely to stay in the place where they're at. Thank you. Thank you, Rayette. Uh, Brenda, teacher retention, two minutes on the clock for you. Thank you. Well, I look at teacher retention as, as a very important tool for our youth, uh, but also for the history. They bring in a lot, of, a lot of knowledge, but if we have teacher training, we have teacher in-service, time for them to be able to regroup, time for them to be able to focus on themselves, their learning, their understanding of what they need to do to be able to have their students successful is very, very important. Have their voices be heard. How can we do that? Have them on the different work groups that are available, not only with the different curriculums that are changing throughout the year, the different sports activities. Have the community involve them in things that are, are very important, like in King Cove here, and I know in Sandpoint, they have a teacher welcoming uh, potluck. Yes, we've had COVID the past couple of years, and that hasn't been a big part of our, our welcoming the teachers back to the community. But, but being there and welcoming them, supporting them, when you have a new teacher, how do you integrate them into your community so they know where things are at, what they, the people they need to see, how they can be most successful as community members also, not just as teachers. Help them to become part of the community. And I think that has been very successful in our community in the past years, We've got some of our teachers here who've, who were born and raised in the district, and they've grown in the district, graduated from our schools, went on to college. They've been teachers now for many, many years, and they're going to retire from our district. And I think that is incredibly awesome. I think going back to have the teacher aid program for our youth is an incredible incentive to looking at them going on and becoming future teachers in our region Get them excited about educate, education. Get them excited about giving back to their community and teaching young people in the world today. And that was a, a big program that was utilized in the region when some of our teachers were in the school system. They were teachers' aides first and foremost. Then they went on and became teachers, and our district supported that when they came back, and we were there to hire them. Thank you. Thank you, Brenda. And Arlene, now the same question for you on teacher retention. Great. Thank you, Austin. So we've been in the middle of a national teacher shortage for a while, and it's increased after the pandemic. Colleges and universities simply aren't graduating enough teachers to fill demand or open positions. So teacher retention has been a priority for the Aleutians East Borough School District. A whole section of our strategic plan focuses on attracting, recruiting, and retaining quality teachers for our schools. Like I said before, I had the privilege of being a member on Commissioner Johnson's Teacher Recruitment and Retention Workgroup, and we wrote and published a recommendation for the Alaska Department of Education and Early Development, and the, it found that teachers are looking for more than a competitive salary. They're interested in real investment opportunities within the school district like expanding their education into a master's or PhD, having an opportunity to create curriculum, teach clubs that co 
co uh, correlate with their hobbies, opportunities to develop leadership skills like coaching. And they're looking to create real connections within communities and to cultures. And we can do this. We could do this in our district with incentives towards education, signing bonuses, longevity bonuses, mentoring programs. But we could even start with smaller things like speaking opinions on school calendars or curriculum. This will create ownership and pride within our school. But we do need to invest better and grow your own programs that help high school students seek teaching certificates and provide our paraprofessionals and our aides support and guidance to one day as well be instructing in the classroom. For me, teachers do a lot, and I appreciate them every day. But we, they do need to be thanked and encouraged for growing our future. And so a simple thanks from the top down goes a long way. Thank you very much, Arlene. So we have two questions left. The fourth question is about COVID mitigation. COVID mitigation policies continue to be a topic of much debate. What do you believe is the best plan for mitigation in the Aleutians East Borough, and how, as a board member, would you support this? And we'll begin with you, Bradley. Thanks, Austin. Uh, the district uh, currently has a mitigation policy that are based off the CDC guidelines, and I already support this. But as a board member, I would take the uh, public's input into consideration and look closer to the policies at hand. Thanks. Thank you, Bradley. Uh, Rayette, oh, thank you, Bradley. Rayette, same question for you about mitigation policy. Yeah, um, I feel that we need to allow more input from all the stakeholders. I think it's important to hear from parents staff and community members about how they feel and what they would like to see in our schools. It is ultimately the decision of the board with the recommendation of the superintendent, but the people that these decisions are affecting should have an opportunity to provide input. I also think that people have great ideas and suggestions that are practical and realistic for ways to provide safe and healthy learning environment for our students. Thank you, Rayette. Brenda, next question for you about school district mitigation policies for COVID-19. Yes, thank you, Austin. I was, I was uh, honored to be able to uh, look at some of this as it was being designed for our region with the input of, of the CDC guidelines, the state, uh, many other entities around, around the state that were also working on these same guidelines. And I think uh, there was not as much reach out to parents, grandparents, other community members, businesses, and past students of, of the school. And I really think that should have been a part of the process. Um, but sadly, it wasn't. And I think that there needs to be more of that input put on in there. As time goes on, we're in our second year of the COVID-19. And the, the guidelines that they have now may be changing for our region. Uh, depending on from community to community, their level of COVID, their level of people traveling in and out of their community, uh, the students who would like to travel for sports or for uh, different things that, that require them to be able to go to another community to be competitive and then to meet up with other, other school students and other parents. And I think that's very important to have a well-rounded student as you have to be 
able to interact with other people from other areas and and learn what they're doing and also compare some of the knowledge and the expertise you have as a student. So I think being able to revise those as time goes on uh, while still following the CDC guidelines but also taking the input of, of other districts around the state, what the state has to say on the guidelines that are being put forth in the school district. Yes, we need to be safe, but we also need to be conscientious of, of our children being able to learn and grow. And I think that I've, I've watched the kids travel for track and, and for the cross country, and it was so exciting. But they did follow the guidelines. It was very hard not to go and hug my granddaughter and my grandson that were had to stay at least six to ten feet away with masks on. But we did it, and I think that's so exciting. The kids followed their guidelines, and we followed ours. So I think having the clear guidelines out there for all community members, all parents and staff, but also, you know, for other students in the other communities if they're able to travel to those. So I think, yes, there's always revision that could be made to have the best practices come forward in life. So thank you so much, Austin. Thank you, Brenda. Arlene, same question for you as uh, everyone else about COVID mitigation policies. Right. Thank you, Austin. So sadly, the global 19 pandemic has forever changed the world, including the education world. The Aleutians Eastboro School District was blessed in the sense that we remained open to provide in-person learning when others did not. This is solely because of our Smart Start plan. The Smart Start plan was developed by the administration with student safety as a main priority. It has helped us complete in-person learning last year and open on time for this school year. As the threat of the pandemic looms, we need to continue to be cautious. Wearing masks and quarantine guidelines after traveling are in line with the CDC recommendations. These mitigation guidelines are keeping our students, teachers, families, and our elders safe while letting us move forward with a positive projection of normalcy in providing clubs, sports, and possibly offering student travel when it's safe. As a current board member, I have reviewed the mitigation plan. As a parent, I believe it provides structure and guidance, and I sent my children to school last year and this year. Thank you, Arlene. And here's our final question before we go into a conclusion. So we'll have this final question and then give all the board members again a final couple of minutes to share their conclusions. But the, first, the final question, what do you believe are the greatest challenges facing the school district in the upcoming year? And how would you address these challenges as a board member? And we'll go back to you, Bradley. Uh, I believe we always have the challenges of living in a unique area. Um, the new challenges started last year with the uh, uh, COVID pandemic um, and the continuation of it. Um, the challenges are keeping the kids in school uh, and doing, uh, you know, one-on-one -on -one learning with the teacher or, you know, face-to-face, uh, -face, I guess I should say, versus the uh, distant learning, which... Um, they're, they're not getting the right education that way, but um, so I, be, I believe that's the big challenge. Thanks. Thank you, Bradley. Rayette, final question about the largest challenges facing the district and how you would address these challenges as a board member. 
that enrollment is one of our big challenges, and our numbers keep continually dropping for many reasons. Um, I think that it'd be helpful to reach out to families who are leaving or choosing to keep their children home and homeschooling them. Um, I've talked to multiple parents who are homeschooling their children for different reasons, and I think that that should be looked into so that we know how to address it and that we are aware of why it's happening. And then I think as long as we can be informed, we can plan and we can address their common concerns of the family. Thank you, Rayette. And now, Brenda, the same question for you as well. Yeah, I think we have many things that are impacting our, our students and our staff this year. First first is COVID. Of course, um, we get many people are having a hard time with the isolation, uh, student um, behavioral health issues that are, are beginning to rise, uh, being a social worker and behavioral health in the region. As the manager, I have to look at that throughout the whole region. And it is incredibly um, important to have their behavioral health addressed and, and being able to speak openly about concerns. And we also have to look at, yes, like Rayette said, students are leaving our, our region. Parents are leaving our region. Why is that? It is not only on the school level that they're leaving, it's they're leaving the community. Jobs, um, different things that are available. So what are our children going to be looking at when they graduate and they move on and they would like to get a job? We have to be able to have them prepared and have the things available in front of them to make decisions on if they're going to go to school, if they're going to go on to a trade school, if they're going to go into some of the unions or the military. What are the aspects that we can offer them? Having staff be able to have time that they can restore themselves and be able to be heard and have their voices be heard, have parents' voices be heard is a big issue. We need to have their voices come to the table And if they can't come to the table, who can bring that voice to the table that their voices can be honored and respected at the table in the policy and procedures that are are created throughout the year? It's very, very important to have your public and your community, even if they don't have kids in school, their voices still are very, very important because they are people who are going to hire your youth when they graduate from high school. They're going to be the ones employing your youth during the summer. And lastly, how can we keep those young children busy, active, if we're not opening up the schools and we're not opening up the gyms for them to be in those places to be able to exercise, to use the pool, to use the gyms for nighttime? How can we create activities that are outside that can get rid of some of their energy, let them be able to let loose, let them be little kids, let them see the joy in life, but also our staff needs that recognition that they need to be respected and honored when they get tired, we have to be careful of burnout. It's very hard to be able to be teaching all of our children at the high level that they're teaching them every day, but also recognizing the things in themselves that they need to work on and that they need to have addressed to come to work every day prepared as teachers and as staff and to be honored and respected as those staff that are, are the integral part in creating our successful students when they graduate. Thank you. Thank you, Brenda. And finally, Arlene, what would you say are the greatest challenges facing the district and how you would address those as a school board member? Great. Thank you, Austin. So we do have some challenges ahead, and we've completed an updated old task, but we still need to do more. 
And I think as we move forward, change is going to be scary. But to me, change is growth. And we need to have that growth mindset for our children and for their education. We need to increase family involvement within our schools. We need to increase communication all the way around. We need to strengthen entity partnerships for building our CTE programs and training for all of our students. And we need to establish some type of attendance policy. All right. Thank you very much, Arlene. And so this is going to be the final conclusion round right here. We let every school board member just give any final thoughts. And we'll start at the top again with you, Bradley, and let you give just a final few thoughts and go through the list again. Thanks, Austin. Um, uh, not much, really. Just you know, um, I, I really don't got anything. <laughs> All right, thanks. Uh, thank you, Bradley, for coming along. And I do want to say a quick thank you to all the school board candidates who came on the air and shared their thoughts. So thank you very much, Bradley, for coming on. And Ray, any thoughts for you as as we conclude here? Thank you, Rhett. And Brenda, your final conclusions as well. Thank you. Well, I, th I think my voice would be um, an incredible opportunity for people to utilize uh, on the school board. I've always brought people's concerns, people's um, successes, their incredible successes as parents and, and as staff and students when I was on the school board previously. There's many aspects that are coming up in the future. Uh, COVID-19, yes, is going to be on the table for quite some time, but how are we going to be able to keep our teachers here? How are we going to be able to keep our students here excited, engaged every day in going to class and learning as much as they can? How can we get our, our communities involved in our school once again? And I think I'll be there to be an option to be able to assist with that. Um, like Arlene said, she one of the things that's coming up is an attendance policy. Uh, I've always been very leery of an attendance policy because that takes the traveling of parents and, and their decision to take their children out of school for medical, dental, glasses, or for any other thing that they need to take their children out of school for. And if you're taking options away from parents, that's a very scary opportunity. And I think that I will be on there as a sense of reason to be able to look at what parents need most and what parents want most and also what those students need to be successful students. Thank you. Thank you very much, Brenda. And Arlene, you as well. Great. Thank you, Austin. So thank you, Austin, for the opportunity to come on. And my final thoughts are short and simple. 
the old way wasn't working, and we are getting on track, but we need to keep moving forward as education is always changing. And I believe we could do this, and we should do this for all the students in the Aleutians East Borough School District. I'm dedicated and committed to put in the work. But I would like to say, Brenda, um, what I meant about the attendance policy as well is we do have students who are fishermen. And so maybe looking at a subsistence calendar or a cultural calendar that really embraces the lifestyle and the culture of our community should be a forefront as we move forward. But I would really appreciate everybody's support and your vote on October 5th so we could keep pushing the Aleutians East Borough School District forward for our future, for these students, and for the future of our borough. Thank you very much, Arlene. And again, thank you very much to all the candidates. As Arlene just said, October the 5th, I believe, next Tuesday, get out there and make your vote happen. These are the school board candidates. Also, Harlan Newman will be on the ballot as well. So get out there, make your voice heard, and thank you again to all you candidates for coming online.